0: giant dwarf podcast may contain foul language and or swearing listen at your own risk hello everyone and uh, welcome to the giant dwarf we put the war in dwarf. Yeah, you're right. It's not right, Lars. It is. You just add a D and an F. Add D to anything, <laughs> and uh,
1: add start D to a war. war, and then and the F word. <laughs> and you have a,
0: a funny word. Indeed, dwarf. Are we gonna? Oh, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't do editing, so we're gonna <laughs> leave that in there. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, hey, everyone. We're back. Hey, hey. Still here. Yeah. In the east wing of the miniature mansion. Miniature mansion, midget mansion, model mansion. Yeah. All those things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have some things to talk about, I guess. it's been been a couple of weeks. So, hopefully, we have uh, gathered up some uh, topics to cover. Yeah, we do. We have. I think we have. We'll see. So uh, how are you feeling, Lars? I'm oh, quite good. Yeah, anything special going on? No. Just hobbing. My coffee is Yeah, <laughs> it's not much going on yeah, for me. Really? I guess we'll get back to it in the news section.
1: Ah, the news. Yeah, <laughs> 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 nah,
0: it's a quiet day after Easter. Yeah, yeah. That's Still right. haven't woken easier. up yet from all those days uh, days off. Yeah, you get lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit lazy days. That's cool. Well, I, uh, at least I got to do some hobby in the Easter Easter yeah. time. Yeah, I played a game. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> I did actually not play any games in, during Easter, oh. but I did some hobby. Yeah, that's even better. <laughs> cool. All right, well, let's uh, see what we have for the listeners today. Uh, or maybe we just don't have anything at all. No, it's a surprise. Yeah, this is actually the entire episode. (laughs) (laughs) Bye bye! bye. (laughs) Now, we'll uh, check out the news section. News! (laughs) What fucking news? Alright, for our uh, big news for today, uh, I was going to... uh, I think we're going to introduce a pretty interesting subject. Uh, We are actually planning a a pretty huge uh, tournament in Oslo in the oh. January, next year. Um, which is a, it's a co-op between the War Machine players of Oslo and the Kings of War players. And we have actually hired, we have rented a, a hotel, like the, uh, the common area in a hotel. Uh, oh. We can fit uh, lots of gamers. We're gonna have like a three-day con, oh. uh, convention, or, or just a... Yeah. Where, like, when I say we're going to have a con, it sounds like we're going to hustle people. <laughs> but, uh, well, maybe we can do both. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, I th- assume so. <laughs> the listeners that listen to this would know what a con is. Yeah, I think so. So uh, we're going to have a three-day con of War Machine Hordes and Kings of War. Uh, and uh, that's in January 2018. Let me just find the dates for that. Uh, because, I, of course, I should have had that ready. Before I started talking about it, but I didn't. But as all all cons, uh, they have con in the name, and uh, yes. I assume the
1: same is for. Uh,
0: yeah is the true of this. That con. is <laughs> yes. Our con is called Conquest. Huh? clever. Clever name, <laughs> and uh, it Conquest. is between the 12th and 14th of January next year. 2018. 2018. Oh my God. In uh, Oslo Centrum. And as I said, we have hired a hotel, um, so uh, you can uh, the players can stay there at the hotel. We get the relatively cheap hotel rates. Uh, there's like a breakfast hall where you get the breakfast included if you stay there, and uh, we have, as far as I can understand, we have like twenty four hour access to the gaming area. I, I personally will not be gaming twenty four hours in a stretch, <laughs> but um, really? I've heard tales that some actually do that. I'm sure some lunatics will. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll have this huge area set up. It's kind of the cafe. We're kind of taking the whole hotel cafe and the like, bar area and we're just putting tables, mm-hmm. just fill that with the six foot tables. Uh, and um, we have a bar there, just you know, like literally in the area, so you can walk five meters and grab a beer. Uh, they have gonna to pay for it. Huh? Yes, you have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is a bit early days, but um, we are, Yeah, I thought it's time to kind of just start getting the word out. Yeah. Um, if uh, we, we really would like people from
1: abroad yeah. to, to get here. Mm-hmm. Oslo in January is pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's uh, something for your bucket list if you haven't been here. Yeah. It's probably very cold. Yeah, it's probably, probably. snowy. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully, (laughs) And uh, the bear is very expensive. So, you know, three things for you to cross off from your bucket list. Um, We are, of course, um, uh, assuming that all or most of our local players will join. Uh, This is not, bear in mind, this is not um, as huge a tournament as uh, like Clash of Kings or Lone Wolf. Um, We can fit... Um, at the moment, we have 32 player spots. It could probably be expanded up to maximum 40. So let's say we have max 40 players. Mm. But keep in mind that um, uh, Norway's... Uh, our gaming scene is quite small compared to the UK scene and the yeah. USA scene. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking we'll, we're going to fill maybe 25 to 30 of those spots with the uh, actual Norwegians. Mm. And uh, we would hope for the last uh, like uh, you know, 10, 15 spots to be filled with uh, visitors. Yeah, eager visitors. Yeah, that would be great. So, so if anyone wants to come up from Denmark, Sweden, or even come over from the UK, they are very welcome. Yeah, and I think from the UK, it shouldn't be too difficult to get to Oslo. No, we have there are flights from Manchester with Norwegian, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they go to Oslo airport. So, and yeah. from the Oslo airport, it's just a quick like train ride, yeah, twenty twenty-five 25 minutes. It's really smooth, yeah, yeah. Minutes. And then you're in like Oslo city center, and this event also is in the Oslo city yeah. center, it's like seven minutes walk if you walk really fast uh, mm-hmm. to the hotel. So. Yeah, it's very close. So, um um, we are making a website for this event as we speak. It actually doesn't exist yet, um, but I have made like a little, uh, I don't know, like a mock website because I have a website which we use for other things, which is called kowoslo.no. Mm. Oh, yeah, that this one. is the page that we use where I post like uh, info of upcoming events for, for, for local use. It's, this is for, for the Oslo people. Uh, kowoslo.no uh, and on this page now there is uh, like a l- little sub page called conquest oh, So if yeah. you go there, I'm showing Lars now as we speak and then I have a, you know a picture of the hotel I have a date a little info uh, a Little schedule even because we are we are kind of sure of what exactly what we are doing this I mean we haven't locked it yet, but we are planning a team event uh, we are planning uh, like mega battles and we have a standard event with six games of 2,000 points. And because of the, um, the, like the freedom of the event, we are, we are staying at the hotel, we have these areas available. We are planning lots of fun stuff on the evenings and with a chance to go kind of late into the night for anyone who wants to just keep on playing. And we yes. also want to have long dinner breaks where we all go and eat together. Uh, mm. instead of this kind of a rushed schedule where you just have a marathon up until like 8 o'clock and then like yeah. you just hit the sack because you're exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> um, because this is very close to, uh, I mean, this is in the city center, so I'm thinking you yeah. could go up to any local places nearby, like book a long table maybe, yeah, and bring all these 30-35 uh, players, and we can have like two-hour dinner and drinks and then go back and keep playing like... Uh, Multiplayer games or uh, siege game or such things in the evening, so yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so yeah, that's just uh, some info there. Uh, we are going to get back to this, um, because I'm not able to really give you a hundred percent info of everything. Um, but also for the Norwegians who are listening, we are hoping you will join. Uh, this will be. A tad more expensive than your normal event, uh, simply because um, we need to give the hotel back a couple of, uh, you know, incentives to have us there. Oh, yeah. Um So, um, um, so we are uh, we are forced <laughs> to pay for a warm lunch buffet for each player. Mm. Um, but you know, but that's also to your benefit, so it, it included in the ticket price, you have uh, like a warm lunch buffet every day.
1: Oh yeah, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah. For lunch so is around 12 o'clock? or is the, No, not that time, probably 2 Yeah, like 2 o'clock maybe. Mm. So, um, and that's three days, because this is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event, so, I mean, we are re- like um, doing the rigging and uh, Tables, terrain setup, all that we are doing on the Thursday night, oh. and from starting from Friday morning, we we have a program. From you can wake up on the Friday morning, have breakfast in the hotel, and then just go, <laughs> and we have uh, yeah, just chance to play systematically events like organized from Friday morning all the way to Sunday evening. So this ticket price is for all those three days. So it's. Uh, Uh, 990 Norwegian kroner for the event. That's around uh, 99 pounds, I reckon. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Or like 90 pounds. Yeah, well, around there. Yeah, Um, but like I said, that's including uh, breakfast is included if you stay there. Uh, I should also mention the the price of a room is... It's not included in this, so you would have to pay for that. But there are some good deals. We have like two uh, rooms with a single bed, rooms with two beds, and also cheaper option. It's a room with like four beds. It's two bunk beds or something. That's the budget option. But yeah. that turns out to be a pretty cheap deal. Uh, we have compared to other cons, kind of like the con events. <laughs> cons, I'm not used to saying that word. <laughs> other cons um, around in Scandinavia, and this is actually... Very much comparative to the one in Sweden, and mm. um, it's not it's not really more expensive than that we, are, we are, we've been able to hit like the same price point. Um, so you get a, for nine hundred ninety kroner you get three days uh, of playing games twenty four hours if you want. A hot meal uh, every lunch, and breakfast will also get included. so you only if you stay at the hotel. And I paid this ticket. You only really need to worry about one meal a day, and yeah. that's the dinner. And we want to arrange that, at least on the Saturday, we want to have arranged that for everyone to go and eat at the same place. Mm. So you're kind of being taken care of. <laughs> if you join this event, we'll take care of you. Yeah, we'll give you diapers and <laughs> <on> a pacifier. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, 12th to 14th of January, 2018, in Oslo. The uh, tournament is, like I said, called Conquest. And if you want a little early info, you can go to KOW Oslo, in one word, dot N-O. That's dot November Oscar. So, yeah, that's the ticket. I feel like talking on and on about this, but I just need to stop myself because, you know, (laughs) we are going to come back to this. It's pretty far off still. Yeah. January. Yeah, it's it's far off to January. But I think it's important just to get... uh, get the word out. And uh, it's a pretty yeah, steep sure. price point because, uh, you know, most of our tournaments cost like 200-250 kroner mm. like 20 pounds. So we yeah. are kind of, this seems very expensive, but it, what we have come to found is that it seems that people, at least in our community, well, the, the people are getting a bit older, Many have like families to take care of, and it seems to be that people are getting less time, but more money. If if you know <laughs> what I mean, yeah. uh, not that we are dragging money out of people because we are greedy, but uh, it seems that people, well, many people that have started this initiative, they seem to want they would rather take like one big solid uh, weekend. Mm. If they are first go- have to, if they, if they are first going to like. Uh, Negotiate with their, we you know with their wives and or families, to t- to be to to be away, like uh, use their family points yeah. for that, or brownie yeah. points as some call them. Uh, really? Yeah, that's a term <laughs> I think. <laughs> that was almost perverted. <laughs> <laughs> then it's easier, or it's not easier. It's kind of just the same for them to ask for us. Can I like go away for one day or? Can I go away to play a few games at like Dave's house? It's almost the same to say, can I take like a weekend with the guys and just like properly just do a whole weekend of gaming and then you can have your uh, like your girlfriend trip to uh, with your friends, uh, you know, next month. Yeah. Kind of. um, So then you have this whole super concentrated gaming experience and just. You know, go full retard on that, and then you you're kind of satisfied probably for a couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I would
0: imagine most people would be. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why these like events seem to be cropping up. I mean, we, our our um, acquaintances who play a War Machine they've started to, to visit these kind of events in uh, amsterdam yeah, that, and yeah. and in sweden they travel a lot yeah ireland so they go, they will go to these cons which are 3 day events and just you know uh, save up money save up time save up those family points and mm. just go and just yes yeah, go full retard for that weekend game all of their harsh desires get drunk <laughs> have fun And then have a fun story to tell when they come home. It seems to be, and there's less tournaments now for those, uh, for like War Machine. It's less tournaments now here in Oslo, because they all seem to just uh, don't have a lot of time for that. So they just go like four times a year, they go to these huge (laughs) comms instead.
1: It seems like every time they want to arrange a tournament in Oslo, the War Machine... Horse people. Yeah, it's already one in like Amsterdam or something. Yeah, <laughs> so everyone's just going for that
0: one. So if one of those poor guys who actually can't afford to travel around Europe to yeah. play, he's like, "Can we have a like a one-day event?" He'll be like, "No, we're going to Dublin on this fucking calm." <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope that we we're, we're not looking to uh, supplant uh, other local events, of course. No. Um. But you know we'll get back to this. We'll give you more reminders. But for everyone listening, both Norwegians and foreigners, you are very welcome to come to Oslo for our three-day hotel gaming event. Yeah, sounds amazing. Yeah, looking forward to that. I I live just uh, like one kilometer away, but I, I'm still I'm still gonna stay in the hotel to be honest. You are? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wanna do that full experience and I want to just wake up put my uh, like pajamas on almost and just take the elevator down and start gaming get your uh, bunny slippers <laughs> get my one my one piece I thought you I thought you were going to say like bunny one piece <laughs> bye, bye, bye. I have breakfast and then it starts cool. <laughs> so yeah. that
1: that means that we can just put up a dorm in your apartment then and then everyone will just
0: stay there. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Probably. You can stay this in a hotel. This would be like right? being uh, 18 years old again. Like being Maybe. a festival. It's a war games festival. Yeah. Sleep but, on a floor. I think they, they when I contacted the hotel then like, can we get 24 hour access to these areas? They kind of raised an eyebrow like, are you going to use them 24 hours <laughs> at the, like around the clock? And I was like, Probably not, but, you know, if, if we have the possibility. We, if we wake up during the night, you can tell them, you know, we would like to just use yeah. this area. If you have insomnia, <laughs> you can just, I don't want to sleep, I want to go in and play. And <laughs> wake up your brother, hey, hey, hey Lars, we're going to go play again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. well, that's enough for, for now about this conquest event. Yeah. And uh, I can't think of anything more to say about it. Apart, and we'll get back to it anyway. So. Yeah, apart from that, it will be probably amazing. It, it's already amazing, in my opinion. Yeah, so. it's true, true. So it's, <laughs> you know, Darren, come on, yeah. Start saving. need we'll to start at Darren Fund. Yeah, I'm, I yeah. sent a little sneak preview to, to Dan, Nick, and Darren, and, and John. So, you know, they know about it. I'm not, uh, I can't take it for granted that we'll get uh, UK visitors, but uh, of course it would have been great if anyone wanted to come over. Yeah. So uh, they know about it. I'll make sure to keep them reminded. And it's the local news. So what's local? What's going on locally? Locally? Not much. Do you know a uh, very good quote from my uh, from from the movie that used to be my favorite movie in the whole world? Biodome? Yeah. Oh no, not no. Biodome. Biodome <laughs> with uh, Paul Shore and uh, Bo- at Baldwin. One guy? of the Baldwins. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Shore. Yeah. He must be the most <laughs> idiotic person ever. But there's a great quote from that movie. I
0: and bet. That's. Now you're acting locally, and we're acting globally. <laughs> So I just thought I'd say that, because this is the local news! (laughs) So it's not global? No, it's like turned around. Yeah, I messed that up. (laughs) Anyway, it's the local news. And uh, this is just to say that our next Oslo tournament uh, is um, arranged by me. And it is on the Mm -hmm. last Saturday of April, April 29th. And it's called uh, Rank and File. And this is a special format. Uh, you are not, we're not playing Swiss, uh, so we, you're not facing the one with the same points as you all the time. Instead, it's like this, you face up at the event and then we use our, our ranking system to pair four games and you will mm. be paired against um, the four players that are closest to you on the rankings. Yeah, over or below, no, right. yeah. yeah. Pref, I mean, uh, ideally the two above and the two below, yeah. If possible, yeah. This will get, of course, t- changed a bit when you go to the top and bottom because, yeah, they don't have any people above them, they only have you know, number one only has four people <laughs> below him, so it's a it changed slightly. But the rough outline for anyone, so if you're if you're on the fifth. Between the fifth best and the fifth worst, you will don't you don't need to worry. You will pre you will play the four oh, people yeah. closest to you. This is funny because um, we you'll know your four opponents at the, at the start of the day. So you know unless someone gets sick you know, and needs to go home suddenly, you'll know who you're gonna play, um, and also uh, you it will be very hard to to foresee the winner until the end of the event, because you, usually you get, um, since when you pair like Swiss, you, there's always on the top table, you have like the top two players. Yeah. And if one of them beats the other, then you kind of know he's, he's going to win, yeah, at least if true. it's in the final round. But here it's not like that, you just, you just face four people and you all have to kind of talk together and see, oh, how many points do you have? Oh, shit, yeah. you have that many? And,
1: uh, yeah, and then... Um, and so the the, the f- if, uh, let's say, uh, the number 19 on the ranking, mm. he plays four games, and if he wins four
0: times, yeah,
1: he might be the winner.
0: Yeah, if if he ends up with the most points, then he's the winner. Mm. So a, a very good day by a low-ranked player can mm. be enough for him to win. Yeah, uh, because it's my time to shine. I'm could like be. I'm like on the... Yeah, bottom five or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that. This would be a great event if you are, if you, f- well, if you actually are like unfairly ranked, you're actually a very good player, but you're yeah. a bit down on the rankings, <laughs> and like if you go in there and like boom, just you know do four great games, then yeah, you can win without facing, you know, the the best players. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can just stay away from. <laughs> but of course the. Um, the idea is that everyone will face equally equally good resistance as themselves. Yeah, That's the premise, but you know, it's not always correct. But yeah, that's the next tournament, Saturday 29th of April. Uh, we're up to 10 players signed up already, so it's looking good. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. Sign up at the forums, our local Norwegian forums. With our yeah, ju- yeah with it's our local news. It's so.
1: local news. <laughs> so if you're from the UK, don't you know? Don't listen to this segment, no. <laughs> yeah. and don't come to Thurman. No, for off. Do. Stay away.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, I guess we'll conclude our news uh, segment. Um, you wanted to um, have something uh, interesting in the podcast, uh, Lars? Yeah. Um, something to, uh, um. I don't know. Inform the listeners more about this mysterious uh, race that yeah. inhabits the world of Mantica, because uh, not much is known about these uh, characters. And what what were we thinking about, uh, dwarfs? Dwarfs, yeah. yeah. So maybe, amazing creatures. Maybe not so mysterious as I first outlined, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty mysterious, I'm sure. We know yeah, that they are I mean, grumpy and stunty, but uh, you yeah, know what's what really half the story. Yeah, what what's really in their lives?
1: I think they're a very complicated race, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more behind them than uh, just, you know, gold, and bear and fighting <laughs>
0: and beard. So we thought we would uh, present um, at least one like, fact about dwarfs that uh, uh, the listeners dwarf. probably a dwarf fact. So here, uh, do you have a today's dwarf fact for us, there, Lars?
1: Yeah, uh, I think uh, um, not many people know this, but. Uh, Dwarfs will have two kinds of shoes. It's even lined with metal or with stone. Okay. Yeah.
0: Stone Before. shoes yeah, or metal. Stone, And what what would be the purposes behind these the different shoes? A lot of walking on stone
1: and metal, you know. So we, you have two, the same material, you know, meet each other. Oh. So it's uh, you feel closer to, you know, your home so, so it, is this uh, like normal dwarf logic it is a normal dwarf logic and since dwarfs you know even though they will they will tell you differently they are not made of stone or metal you know really? they are actually flesh and blood and bone <laughs> you know but they will deny it so that's why they they try to you know wear as much stone
0: and metal as possible including so, their um, um, including their shoes so i'm they don't seem to be bothered by uh, having a stone in their shoe. <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay, yeah, well, that's interesting. I'm sure we'll get back to the uh, scholar of dwarven lore. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. the Epic Dwarf. Yeah, I am, uh, you know, as I said earlier today when we were driving, mm-hmm. you know, I am actually an uh, uh, educated scholar, a mm-hmm. biblical scholar. Indeed. And, um, you know, and the biblical world is very close to the
0: dwarf world you know, in that sense. <laughs> yeah, true. I thought we were just going to make dirty jokes in this segment, but uh, <laughs> again, we're actually trying to fill in fill out the blanks of the Dwarven life. Uh, I had a, uh, my suggestion was something that the uh, dwarf candy is uh, like sucking on rocks. Oh yeah, that's candy, the favorite yeah. candy. That's another fact, yeah. They suck the salt out of the stones. Yeah,
1: and everything else, like minerals. <laughs> they suck the salt out of everything.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, well, that's today's dwarf facts. Oh, yeah. Oh, goody. <laughs> <The salt. laughs> oh, those dwarfs. Always sucking at salt. <laughs> Alrighty, well... Um, I have a little note here about something that um, maybe we should uh, talk about today and mm. um, we I mean we've had uh, some small chats about this before I think and it's uh, simply the uh, um, well I'll just get into it like where on the internet is Kings of War like most alive yeah that's kind of the headline because uh, yeah um, I've noticed that uh, uh, the, uh, the forums are not very like they're not hyperactive to say to say the least. Um, I think uPorn is quite uh, is quite active. In <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Kings of War Romantic forum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Did you say uPorn you or YouTube? You know you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, come on. Let's just try a joke. No, no jokes in this <laughs> segment. No joke. It's just our serious corner. No. I see. But uh, seriously, because um, uh, I, I mean, I used to be a lot on the the old Warhammer forum. Being a, yeah. I was a proper forum rat. Like I would always, I would go on there like every fifteen minutes, I think, and like press yeah. press refresh, because there was always so much stuff going on. Um, I, I, I actually have to I should say that I. Uh, I think we both agree
1: on this, that the forum uh, format is like, it's so, like, timeless. Yeah. It's like, I think it's just perfect, the way the, f- the forum works. Like, yeah. you comment, and it's like an archive sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things that's just, it's
0: just so good that you don't have to change it. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's like f- email. Yeah, you're, you're right. Forums is, I really like the forum format. Um, so, but... Uh, what 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 I'm seeing recently is that it seems to be more and more activity is moving onto Facebook. Yeah, and probably has been for a while. Um, so, uh, I guess this is just a little glimpse from my everyday life. I will go in uh, on open. I'll open a tab in my internet browser. Mm? And I'll type in the new... Internet Explorer? Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> and I will write in the new you know, Mantic forums, or Mantic.club is it now, right? Oh, yeah. And I will browse, and I'll see, no, nothing new is going on. Or I will go in and see some yeah. super easy rules question that oh, I'm not going to answer, because I've seen like eight people answer it already. Yeah. And of course, the first one got it right, because it's so... Yeah. you know There are no rules questions. <laughs> there are, the rules are so well written. Maybe that's why the forum... Yeah, I think. I think that's a good point. Because the reason the Warhammer forums were so alive was that the rules were so shit. Yeah. The rules were so crap that you needed like separate camps to advocate. You needed like rules lawyers. And you would say, I believe that they do get an extra attack. Because of this word yeah. and then the other camp would go, no, no, this word is clearly the dominant one in this, in this sentence yeah. so they do not give an extra <laughs> attack. And that's what kind of made it. You, I think the, 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 um, the side of me that likes to kind of geek out on things yeah. kind of got uh, stimulated by that. Yeah, I can see that like, uh, I used to
1: be a lot on like superhero comic forums. yeah and it's a bit of the same mm-hmm. like. I mean, there's no one can t- no one can tell you you're right or wrong. Really, you just have to use whatever you you have read in a comic. Like, yeah, yeah but I read in this comic that Superman blah blah blah. Yeah, and another guy is like, no, but Superman did this and Batman said that one time. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. and of
0: course, since Games Workshop would never go in and actually exactly. tell us the rules, yeah, we just were left to our own devices and uh, you know, having to make fill all these holes. I mean, there were a lot of holes, which is the first reason, I guess, mm-hmm. for all this activity. And then we had to, like, we made our own FAQ for the ETC because that was needed. <laughs> yeah, that's like, you 50 know. 50-page... Uh, yeah, for thing. all these holes in the in the GW rules. And so maybe that's... Is that, like, a main reason, maybe? I mean, you, there is Could no be. room for... There's no need for uh, for rules discussions on Mantic. So is, everyone's just sort of, yeah... It's cool, yeah. playing games in the comfort of their own home. There seems to be less forum trolls and more gamers just playing yeah. games. But uh, it's just unusual for me, because I'm used to having this sort of... go on the forums and you know, get, lots of a, get lots of activity. So uh, that's weird. Um, but uh, are you a lot on, on Facebook then? On uh, the Kings of War groups? Or yeah, i pop in there. I'm um, not, not
1: that much on Facebook, really. But yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm more on Twitter.
0: Uh, oh yeah, it? that's uh, true. That I forgot. That's uh, like a third piece of this discussion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, so but yeah,
1: man, I pop into Fanatics, like Kings of War Fanatics. fanatics. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like that's almost like- every day. I guess just pop in, see the top
0: three posts, yeah. and and like them, and look at them and like them. Cool. Yeah, I I go in there. Not actually, don't go in every day. I sometimes forget about it, but then I, I'll go in like three days later and then there's like so much to yeah. <laughs> i'll I'll check out all the threads check out all the f- the pictures yeah it's it's just uh, so much and it it kind of reminds me of how the old war <laughs> forum was but it's even better cuz you can post photos on there easily mm. and you can you know like each other's comments yeah. and comment on each other's comments although <laughs> that's pretty pretty shit yeah um, but for uh, as an archive it's not that
1: good like true that's true it's difficult to find because i i see yeah. seen some cool photos and then i tried to find it again and i was just i just gave up. i couldn't yeah. i couldn't find them because i couldn't
0: remember who posted it yeah or anything that's true so you have this day-to-day feed of, of cool stuff mm. if you go on like kings of war fanatics on facebook but it's not like uh it's not very good for a blog like uh Here's my army. I'm going to paint some units yeah. in the following months. <laughs> that's more of a that needs to be on either a blog or on the forums. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what we've been using our Norwegian forum mostly for. It's just kind of blogs. We've been, you know, yeah, we had like yeah. painting, slow grow, where we post photos of units we painted, mm. um, photos of like campaigns. Yeah, stuff and the campaign itself. Yeah, I think they used the forum
1: yeah. uh, for the recent campaign anyway. I wasn't mm-hmm. in it, but I feel like they used the forum for
0: uh, yeah, for, for like planning games and stuff. Mm. So the forum still has uh, a vital part, but it seems to, it's more of a still fo- still photo collection. It's more <laughs> like a picture book. Yeah. And Facebook is more like the, like the, you know, you can fire off a few comments about something or questions and you'll get quick replies. And, uh, and that's good. I, I like that that exists. And I, I just sometimes need to remind myself that, you know, if when I get sad that there's no answers to my thread on the forum, I'll just, oh, yeah, there's Facebook. And I'll, I'll go on the fanatics page and kind of, you know, get my, my hobby fixed, really.
1: Yeah. And another thing, maybe you should just think that, you know, maybe it's a good thing that there's not a lot of trolls and rules discussion at all the time. Yeah, like that. It actually, if it's not needed, if it was needed, people would argue. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, it's something that I, I shouldn't miss, and I probably don't. I'm I'm very happy that that the game and the rules is so tight and well made that there's yeah. simply no no use. <laughs> but um, also, you mentioned Twitter, and Twitter is I really like Twitter. Uh, I started using it also back in my Warhammer days. And um, that's just a great, great social media. Uh, people yeah. who don't do, people who don't use it for hobbies. This is my personal opinion. I feel yeah. like they are missing the whole point of Twitter. <laughs> if you are just yeah. on Twitter, being yourself and tweeting about like regular shit, like hey, I watched a football game last night. That was good, huh? Yeah. I f- don't feel like you are using Twitter to the full potential. It. I, it's my personal opinion yeah, yeah, I agree yeah, it's my opinion it's better for like niche like small circle like close circle activities so wargaming is perfect for Twitter but I feel like those people that you talk about like that post that kind of things I
1: feel like they don't really exist that much on Twitter I feel like Twitter, but I, I feel yeah. like that's the opinion people have of Twitter like yeah, yeah it was just for teenagers like really I don't think I ever met a teenager <laughs> it's like but no. is it because it's it's not for it's like, if you compare it to Instagram, it's, yeah. that's just, yeah, you know, I post a picture of myself, like a uh, hundred pictures a day. Yeah. You know, you don't really see that on Twitter. It's more opinion-based things.
0: Yeah, I, I guess uh, there, there might be... Those kinds of people on Twitter, but the, the 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 magic of Twitter is that you choose who you want to follow. Yeah, that's true. So you just go on there and what want to see, and you just add all your wargaming friends. Yeah. So all you'll see all day every day when you go on Twitter is just like Kings of War, Kings of War, Kings of War, or yeah, painting true. or in other games or board games. So just you choose the like the niche you want it to be about, and it becomes a really good good place for that. Um, so, of course, now I've blocked all my old uh, uh, people who've gone, on, gone over to Age of Sigmar and, and stuff. So now I only have Kings of War on there. <laughs> yeah, it I, I hung on for a while. You know, I accepted yeah. all these Age of Sigmar. <laughs> Not that specifically that game is any worse than others, but it, it became a bit of a nuisance. So I just kind of took them away and... Yeah, trimmed it down to what I want to see, and you know, I want to see multi-based units of rank and file models. It doesn't affect them in any way. I mean, exactly. I it's not like on Facebook where I unfriended them. No, it's. Uh, I mean, most of these. That's also cool about Twitter. You can follow people, but they don't have to follow you back. Mm. It's sure. it's just uh, and they don't even need to accept that you follow them unless they no. have a yeah. closed account, which which is very rare. So. Uh, yeah, Twitter, great. Facebook groups, great. Forums, not really, you know, the, what it used to be. It has a function, but I feel like it's more like painting um, blogs and stuff like that. Instagram, um, fuck us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you feel like it's, um, like it, we should kind of try to use the forums as much as possible? Is there like a innate, uh, like uh, value in that? Well maybe maybe the forum has a more niche role
1: I guess like uh, if you have a blog like it's uh, the forum is great because you can have like let's say you have a uh, battle report blog mm-hmm. you can just keep updating the original post with like the newest uh, mm-hmm. battle report that you post on your blog and yeah. have the link ready and That's it will true. always be on the front and then you just you bump the post and it will appear mm-hmm. on the top of the uh, that section it, it's in yeah that's true so I think it's, it, it works like that very well mm hmm yeah so yeah that, that's how I would use uh, the forum and and that's how it you know it works as well painting blogs battery report blogs mm. we can just it will stay there and it's easy to just get it on top again yeah just bump the post
0: I guess I just need to uh Uh, change my habits a bit. I will maybe wait for several days and then go into the forums because then there might actually be several things I can check out, you know. Yeah, don't
1: refresh every 15 minutes.
0: Because my my old habit is seriously pushing F5 on the forum, not on the Mantic forum, (laughs) but it used to be on on the Warhammer forum. Check what's going on, F5, that shit. And then, oh, nothing new, sad face. You actually broke the F5 button, didn't you? <laughs> got replaced with a titanium one <laughs> Cool Oh, oh well, um, that covers that topic. If you have any if the listeners have any insight about this or any opinions, then I' Post on I'm the forum. still pretty sure we have a yeah <laughs> I'm still pretty sure we have a Gmail. Giant Dwarf Podcast. You yeah, said last time. Like I haven't uh, checked it. it though, but uh, I'll check it. <laughs> 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 well, maybe I we should. I'll, I will, I will. <laughs> and uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> T- imagine if it's just f- full to rim. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, lots of friends, I have all these suggestions. They'll <laughs> be like, oh, yeah, oh, Harry. We didn't uh, realize we had an email. <laughs> we will check it. Yeah, we will. Today's scenario. So. Today's scenario. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Scenario. Mhm. Well. Yeah. Scenario. Our last one was uh, ransack. Mm. And um, that's the one where you. You grab the. Where sack. you. Run to the middle, dig, and then get a token. Yeah. yeah. But we. Tag um, him and tag him. Yeah, that's the as it's also known. <laughs> <laughs> um I had a point about this ransack scenario. I'll just, I think we just cover this quickly before we go on to today's actual scenario, right. and that is that we, in our game of ransack, um, we kind of felt that it could have been a good idea to maybe have different colors for you. Have, you should have maybe have one color for the three tokens that are permanent because they mm. never, never disappear. Yeah, and correct. another color for the ones that actually get picked up and put on the unit. Yeah, like the relics or whatever. They yeah. pick up. so you don't kind of, uh, I don't know, because I just felt like it got a bit confusing with two different tokens. One is kind of a pillage and one is kind of a loot. Yeah. And uh, So yeah, I just felt that's a thing you could do if you want to in your ransacks. Use like, you know, blue ones for the permanent ones and like red ones for the ones you collect or something like that. Yeah, I just want to that to throw that out there, just a random suggestion mm-hmm. from me. Okay. Uh, but today I think we should speak about Scour. Scour! Scour! Scour-em. Um, I have not played this scenario because I mm. have had to drop out of the tournament to make even numbers. Yeah, So that's I was, right. I was, you were, you were yeah. yeah, I was like the, the <laughs> ringer or whatever. So I was going to play it, but I didn't get the chance. But you were lucky enough to get to play this yeah, scenario. I got to play it. Um, why don't you tell us about scour? Uh, it's
1: quite fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's. Uh, I mean, at least for me, I'm not. I'm not that good a player, so I'm, I'm having a hard time focusing on the <laughs> game at all times. <laughs> so you know, it it came at like a surprise at like in turn five and six, like oh, oh my god, that's like that the three-point token is, is all the way over there. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was fun. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, I enjoy Pillage. Yeah. Uh, and all scenarios, really. But yeah, I just I just enjoy playing uh, mm. and the game, yeah. most of all. And uh, it felt much like, you know, you had to think about the tokens just like you need in Pillage. And if you were a better player than me, you probably... Have an easier time actually remember that you know there are more impor- uh, there are more,
0: there are tokens more important than others yeah so you we actually be more tactical than uh, <laughs> I am but um, um, so but is there anything you could have done to remember that um how, how did you how did you illustrate the different point yeah. values of the yeah. tokens
1: as I was gonna say the, because it's the same as the with the, that we just talked about in ransack mm-hmm. like you need something to differentiate between the numbering, oh, you should you should anyway. It's, mm. e- it's much easier. Or, yeah, you know if if you don't if you don't somehow mark them. I think a dice they say in the book like you should use a dice. It, I believe so. Yeah, like yeah. A place a dice next to the token. Yeah, and I saw someone do that on in the tournament. I don't think we did. I, uh, if I remember correctly, and I might not be, uh, we had like just we, had, we only had ones and threes. Okay. So we only needed two colors, and we had two colors. Oh yeah. You I think that. I think you uh, didn't need any
0: two point markers. No, we didn't no, we
1: didn't need a third like. Yeah. Okay.
0: So how did you solve that? Did you put a dice up? I think we just used different colors on them, I think. So you both remember that this color is 1 point oh, yeah, and yeah, this yeah. color is 3 points? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Did you in hindsight would you wish there was like a number on them? Would that have made it easier to to plan for it or on the token itself? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't hurt, I mean, because I mean, the, I feel like the dice can easily yeah, be I don't like, uh, knocked over yeah. or taken and rolled. And especially
1: when, you know, people who use the dice obviously to roll for wounds and hits and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And we use it as wound counters sometimes, like the D6, for example. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of dice on the table already. Yeah. Uh, and even the... Turn counter is uh, sometimes oh, dice a dice, dice, which yeah. I haven't picked up.
0: <laughs> <sometimes>.
1: <laughs> you know, not, not not if it's a really big one, but
0: like, if it's just a tiny, normal one. Oh yeah, uh, that's why I have my huge, uh, yeah, like New Zealand dice. I yeah. think it is like a huge black dice. <laughs>
1: so yeah, if you if if somehow there was a token with a number on, mm, like yeah. one, two, and three, I guess, um, then that would be perfect.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah, like, even pre, either pre-numbered tokens or, like, a black marker pen, put some numbers on there. I feel like that's a better idea than having a dice.
1: Yeah. As, as I said, I mean, the dice can be picked up, it can be knocked over. It, hmm. uh, you know.
0: I think uh, we uh, suggested for players to take uh, a picture, oh, like, yeah. put dice out, take a photo, or we kind of just, uh, we, we just told people that do something. To so yeah. remember, so I actually saw so one guy drew a little map because <laughs> we had the map, uh, like the maps lying there, and he like he like placed a little circle where the where the markers were, and then he wrote wrote a number next to that.
1: Actually, if you have if you have a printout of the map pack, mm-hmm. uh, you know you can obviously use the map because yeah. everyone plays the map pack anyway, don't yeah. they? Yeah. So you can just use you know if you play a game
0: three. In that yeah. particular scenario, you it's can pretty smart. Use well. Mark it up there. So what's funny about this scenario is it actually requires extra work. You need yeah. to like <laughs> either draw a map or take a picture, <laughs> which is a bit weird. Uh, it's kind of an it's not very user friendly as a scenario. No. <laughs> yeah, I saw someone take a
1: photo. Yeah, that's. Uh,
0: but I'm sure it's. Uh, I'm sure it's alright.
1: Um, of course, the problem with taking a photo is that you will have to consult the photograph every time you want to know if you if, let's say you forget where the 3 point token is yeah you know you, you will have to consult like your f- your phone
0: i assume they did that just like a backup that uh, uh, they, they uh, put okay. a dice on which they intended to keep on oh okay. also so they didn't remove the no the i don't dance. think so ah, okay. mm. i see i also thought you could uh, another option you can maybe if you have if it's 3 points you can maybe stack three tokens yeah. So you see a little stack there, like three, three tokens. Works, yeah. So well, then you have small stacks all over the table, which might, if it's uh, three, three tokens, I don't know, maybe that's tall enough to get in the way when you're moving your units. Yeah. Or I don't know, but I'm that's also over. a thing you could do, You'd like uh, you could visualize it with like a, it was like a little stack of poker chips. Yeah. So it's very many ways to solve this uh, quote unquote problem. Uh, It's not really a problem, but uh, it requires a little bit of work. Um,
1: But but I think the easiest way would be if if some sort of token maker would just make (laughs) Some
0: token maker out there. (laughs) Hint, hint, wink. Professional token token maker. Uh, Nudge, nudge. (laughs) Wink, wink.
1: uh, Someone probably already has done this we'll see I mean there must be tokens you could
0: probably buy them in like toy stores like tokens yeah, with, numbers with numbers on, on it yeah, yeah like seven yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah cool so um, what's also a bit weird with this scenario is that you I guess you risk getting like a three and then all the other ones and then you just kind of run for the three yeah, the other. yeah I guess so yeah uh, it kind of changes how you and this is before deployment I assume. Yeah, it's always before deployment, isn't it? That you roll for the points? the points, yeah. So then you can deploy Mm. uh, accordingly. I can't Mm. remember, but... I'm pretty sure it is. So then you can sort of... If you get a three and the rest once, you kind of play dominate. You sort of run for the tiny token. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, cool. Well, I look forward to trying this scenario when I get a chance. Uh, But uh, all in all, you were pleased with it?
1: Yeah, um, I, I like all the new ones really that I have played. Yeah. Uh, I think the only one I haven't played is the one with the terrain. Is
0: Yeah. Like uh, the terrain are actually tokens. Capture the terrain, sort of. Yeah. Mm. I don't think I play that one. Maybe that's uh, w- one for our next battle report then. Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah. Check that. Capture the terrain and uh, double forests. And double forests? Yeah. And Bring back like a c- double forest. Capture the double forest. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have to capture both? Well, I guess that's up to us. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's an epic moment! So, best uh, game moment. Gay uh, moment? Gay, best gay moment! <laughs> well, it was on this last yeah. tournament, I actually... Um, I had a pretty good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the brief gay moment <laughs> behind the counter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I've, uh, I've thought a, a bit and I found one pretty cool uh, moment that happened uh, for me, and that was in um, in yeah it was also in this previous tournament, uh, hunt for the artifact that uh, William arranged, and I played uh, Ivan in the first game. He challenged me. Oh, I actually had a quick think about this uh, when me and Övin were talking because he was talking a bit that he might wanted to join for the Clash of Kings tournament in October. Uh, he just mentioned that he might want to join us for our trip there.
1: Oh, right, yeah, yeah. the Clash of Kings, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The
0: actual Clash of <laughs> Kings. We need to stop using that name for everything, seriously. Yeah, I was thinking of book. Like, it's a book, reason. it's a tournament pack, <laughs> it's a tournament, come on. <laughs> oh, well, any, in any case, since he said that he might want to join, then he kind of jogged, jogged my brain a bit, and I was thinking, how am I, gonna, uh, how am I going to introduce him to Englishmen? Like, Oi, is It's a pretty Norwegian name. Yeah. And we came up with the idea that it actually sounds a lot like I win. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Like, you know, I, I win. win. So I was going to say, like, yeah, hey, this is I win. <laughs>
1: that's probably how
0: they would pronounce yeah. it, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. That's, I think that's the closest. Or, you know, it would be more like Oi, win. <laughs> like, Oi, you wanker. Like, Oi, win. Yeah, if you say Oi. It's sort of like oh i win. Mean, yeah, yeah. But it's not the same. So uh, me I play this guy called I win and he thought he was going to win cuz he challenged me. But uh, yeah,
1: yeah. he thinks he, he feels like you're an easy target. Yeah, it?
0: I'm usually an easy target at least in <laughs> his mind, but I have a tendency to strike back when least expected. Yeah, I am drunk. Yes, when when I wasn't drinking this was game one. Oh, yeah. So this was unusual <laughs> for me. And we, it was yeah. Uh, in any case, what happened was um, I was playing his elves. He had like uh, t- two Dragon Rider hordes, a shooting horde, and uh, some other stuff. That's basically it. throwers. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was kind of. I don't know, I-, I felt like it was going good, but uh, uh, it was. Um, suddenly, it was not going as good as I hoped because his Dragon Riders actually survived a charge from my uh, Soul Reaver infantry. They actually took one mm. round of oh. those. And I was surprised at that. I was like, oh shit, they're yeah, still standing. Okay. Um, and then his horde was bane chanted and he did a lot of damage to my remnant uh, infantry, like my remnants, because yeah. they were marching up on this hill to, to approach, to kind of uh, to threaten the line, his lines a bit. So he, he shot them up so hard, I was like, oh shit, they might actually not make it across the field. Because I was thinking <laughs> they're tanky, they're defense five, they can take like several, several rounds of shooting. Yeah. But then I was thinking, oh, oh shit, I'm just going to die. <laughs> Cause, and he marched his spearmen and this and this is kind of what set the whole move up because uh, to to the hordes left flank the dragon riders were fighting my soul river infantry. Yeah. But he was he moved his his spearmen horde up to block me. I was thinking he was going to charge me, but he instead chose to march like he stopped like I don't know 3 4 inches away. And then he shot over their heads because I was stood on the hill, so he could shoot me over the heads of uh, of his own yeah. troops. So instead of charging me with a spearman, he chose to like shoot at me with his like spells and shooting. And what this enabled me to do was actually a horde corkscrew charge. That
1: sounds amazing.
0: Because of the space he had given me, oh, it yeah. was like three four inches. <laughs> because normally, of course, a horde. Wouldn't cork screw because oh, you need yeah. to have that, you need to be small enough to, for that one inch to be enough when you pivot. Yeah. St- you still have like four, I don't know, point 0.4 millimeters, no, it's like four millimeters left over or whatever. Like, yeah. uh, yes, uh, and then you can go into the flank right of another unit. So you have to be, you have to have this unit in your front arc yeah. or front facing, as it's called. You need to have line of sight. And you need to be able to physically turn around 90 degrees, not being within this enemy unit and then go straight. And, yeah. <laughs> and I was able to, because he didn't charge me, if he just charged me instead of like, I don't know, getting a bit like greedy when he wants to shoot me instead, I was able to just oh, I declare charge on the, in the flank of the Dragon Riders. <laughs> and this giant horde of uh, revenants just turn around 90 degrees. And then boom into the flank of the dragon riders and the soul reavers, you know they joined. It was a multiple charge. So soul reavers in front, revenants in <laughs> flank, and then just pow took out those dragon riders, and that turned the game around. It was actually going pretty bad for me, yeah. but that turned the whole thing around. He lost the dragon rider unit, and kind of lost my revenants for a w- for a bit because they just kind of disappeared off to the side and then <laughs> popped and then did a change facing to threaten the spearmen, So that was pretty hilarious. And uh, we actually got a referee over to see if it was legal because I didn't want to because it felt so <laughs> cheesy. Just, you know what? I could technically flank charger dragon riders now. And it's like, <laughs> yeah oh yeah maybe you could. I don't know. Do you have space? I'm like Referee, referee. <laughs> so he just said, "Yeah, you can." oh sorry, man. Sorry, mate. And we did that. So that's, now we
1: um, refused to go to Clash of Kings with you.
0: Uh, <laughs> I haven't asked him yet.
1: Oh yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but, damn it! But all he had to do is just—he uh, could just have walked one inch. I mean, he just have, have walked all the way up to you, and you, it would have been impossible. Or within yeah. uh, how many?
0: Yeah, he, yeah, he, he could have done that, but then he wouldn't have seen me with the shooters because I was on a hill. Oh yeah, okay, so when, yeah. then he would have had to gone up on it. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah. So the okay. hill actually...
1: The hill, the hill was what saved you then. Basically. Yeah, the hill
0: was the thing that made him decide to stop like short of yeah. the hill to shoot me. Yeah. So, and that was like 3-4 inches. So that's uh, Horde Corkscrew is my, uh, epic moment. Moment. <laughs> Quite Quite epic. my epic moment. Quite My epic moment. I'm going to re this segment to epic moments instead of in-game-moment. G- because <laughs> you're always sort of like, oh, it's a game moment. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have an epic, epic moment there, Lars?
1: I do have an epic moment. Um, <laughs> a game moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I, just, I wanted to actually take one from, like, the if you remember the first Kings of War tournament we had, like, yeah. I, I didn't play. Yeah. I, we orga- oh, yeah. I, I yeah. was one of the organizers with you. Uh, you October played. October 2015?
0: Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm.
1: And my brother, th- and we used chess clocks. This was the first time chess clocks had ever been used, yeah. like, in a tournament, I guess, in, in, like, for most of these guys that yes. were in tournaments. Yeah, it tournament, was very right? new for most of us. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the tables were lined up next to each other. Uh, so the so the uh, the chess clock would be uh, uh, you know reachable from from the a guy on the next table could actually touch your chess clock if oh yeah, you yeah. wanted to right mm-hmm. <laughs> and my brother in panic one game you know he, he was running out of time so he he, does, he stops the time he, he pressed not his own uh, chess clock but the one on the neighbor <laughs> table. <laughs> And it was funny because of course I just walked up and I just saw him like <laughs> pressing on the the chess clock on the na- neighboring table. <laughs> I thought, I just thought that was the most hilarious thing, and of course mm. I
0: I made fun of him yeah. for this of ever course. since because it's just so funny. Just in pure panic, you're just throwing an arm out, just <laughs> sort of wham, just any and clock, yeah. the and this guy like, hey, that's my time, that's my time. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Cool, yeah. That's uh, of course V Dog, your brother. Yeah, my brother V uh, Dog. Yeah. Mm. Cool, yeah. That's actually real funny. I don't think I actually um, had registered that. I think
1: no, yeah, i I think I've heard him.
0: some mockery, but I didn't yeah. realize like the the root. That it was of a real thing. No, exactly. <laughs> the the root cause of the mockery. All right. Cool. Yeah, oh, un- unlucky on my brother that I just walked. Of, oh, of course. course. Exactly. <laughs> no, uh, he'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um so hobby, hobby progress. Have you done anything hobby-wise in, in the recent <gasps> hobby? Hobby hobba. Um uh, not really.
1: I well I've been say. making a lot of lists uh, for my next army. Okay. Uh, Ogre army. I guess that's hobby. Yeah, should should count. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much what I've been doing. I have some, uh, I have some homemade ogres that I made myself yeah, so indeed. A, few, a few years ago. So I do really want to somehow use them in King's War, yeah, 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 which isn't course. hard because, you know, ogres are a thing. Yeah. So uh, I've been uh, you know, trying to figure out how to make an ogre army.
0: Cool. Yeah, those uh, classic ogres of yours, uh, they deserve the some yeah. gaming time, I guess. Yeah, they do, and uh, I mean, they
1: they they are inspired by like the classic Games Workshop ogres, not the yeah. not like the Asian ones or whatever, like Mongolian
0: hordes yeah. or yeah whatever. I mean, like
1: like fifth edition ogres, I guess. you yeah, have yeah, the ones with like pants. Yeah, you pants know. and like belts. Pants on and it. hats. Yeah, hats and stuff, yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Yeah, um, like the mercenary ogres. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. More like human almost.
1: I think, yeah, I guess the dogs of war ogres, if anyone remember those. Yeah. I guess those, I think I actually based them pretty much
0: off them. Yeah, cool. So you're so, you kind of just satisfied now with your goblin army. There's nothing more needs to be done or... It's done. Yeah.
1: I, I have to paint my characters in that army but I mean that's, that's like <laughs> You feel like you're done. <laughs> yeah. like done. I can play with it and yeah. you know it's just the characters anyway. That's cool. So you're moving on already to Ogres. Well that's alright. Yeah well I'm, I'm planning on yeah. it anyway. Yeah. And my poor dwarves are still on the, the Still on individual <laughs> basis. Still on the individual basis yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to make them whenever I do them they're going to be Epic! Yeah, They're gonna be a good one. <laughs> be amazing army. Cool. But yeah, ogres I guess it will be first.
0: Yeah, and most of them are because these ogres, for the ones who do not know, they are made from scratch with uh, wire and milliput. Yeah. Like wire and clay, basically. Yeah. And yeah. Green stuff. And a bit of green stuff, yeah. And um, these are you, you. I mean, you spent a long time on on many of these just uh, that was kind of what kept you in wargaming for a while wasn't it
1: yeah because i mean i didn't play warhammer the last like 5 years it existed yeah, or something you
0: didn't really play the 8th edition did you
1: no i i yeah. don't think i uh, hardly played 7th uh, oh I, yeah i can't remember yeah but yeah but yeah i just i just man, liked you know to make my own yeah. figurines
0: i mm-hmm. guess mhm so that's what I did. Yeah, modeling, sculpting, yeah. painting. I remember you wanted to individually sculpt like eight ignoblars. <laughs> and I was kind of like, no, just don't. Just buy some <laughs> damn goblins and I don't know. Yeah, you know,
1: but I, you know, I, I had no plans of playing. So for True. me it was just, like an, you know. Yeah, it
0: was like an eternity project.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just, you know, something to do.
0: Uh, but now you can what well, you're not you're not thinking of using your existing goblins.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Because I can use my existing goblins as red goblins. Yeah, so and then
0: you just need the ogres, and you have a lot of them painted already. I think.
1: Yeah, I have a, like, uh, well, not many, like six painted. Yeah. And uh, a, a four few. Four and, and a half for just there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this, it could be good.
0: Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Uh, I have. Uh, been making a bit of progress on my orcs I have started the uh, gore riders yeah uh, I saw the photo yeah or photos yeah, yeah. Um, always documenting my work yeah um so assembled those uh, started painting them so yeah and, got, and the bases are done so it's just kind of painting them and pinning them on just getting them on there so I'm not happy yeah. with that um <coughs> I've also been tinkering a bit with my old Bretonian army oh. uh, I've, I've, I've actually been down to the basement and looked at some of the mini- minis <laughs> and like checked out my old army case because I'm also considering a brotherhood army so I've been uh, also been a bit into the EC army and making a couple of lists uh, I'm considering an elf and brotherhood alliance mm. so either brotherhood with elf allies or or the other way around Um, To make like a Bretonian Wood Elf uh, like coalition Uh, Because you have a few wood elves? My brother's old wood elf army I Uh have most of that and I and for that army because we were actually getting my brother kind of back into wargaming Right before the end of Warhammer. So I bought like I think I bought 60 70 wood elf archers the new ones (laughs) so I have a I have like a bag full of archers so, uh, yeah. and I only need seven per troop, so I can, you know, make ten <laughs> troops. <laughs> so, and those are unpainted and all, so uh, I'm considering making that a bit from scratch. And I can finally make, use my own, like, you know that uh, Robin Hood unit that was in Brettonia, Like that guy yeah, yeah, looks yeah. like Robin Hood, I have those. And, uh, like, Big John? Yeah, yeah and everything. the friar with a bear yeah. can, you know, with a bear keg on his back. can use that for, you know, the, they have a unit in Brotherhood, so that's cool. So I'm also considering an old project. So we'll see okay. how it goes. Uh, other, other than that, I got some uh, movement trays. I just told you this earlier today from Warbases co-UK. So yeah, I you can, got them in, uh, your in the mail. Yeah, can finally put all my orcs on trays. And I gave some to my brother's salamander army. Uh, oh yeah, I made salamander units for my brother. I made fire elementals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are um, like two troops, no, two regiments they're called. So they make a horde. Mm. Uh, and they are partly these um, pre-painted uh, fire elemental figures they are from a, a website called troll and toad okay. i think i think it's trollandtoad.com and mm. they are like pre-painted pretty poorly painted but did you paint them again Not th- the ones i used for we used some of those for this Rhinosaur, ancients yeah. on a Rhinosaur project that you were telling yeah last yeah. time yeah. and those i painted again Mm, but these yeah. ones, I'm just sort of thinking. Nah, it's just a quick and easy elemental horde, so I just put those on. But I magnetized them, and I also I mixed them with those uh, little angry small flame elementals. Yeah. yeah actually, Citadel, uh, minis, from one of the recent boxes. I did you notice I said Citadel instead of Games Workshop? <laughs> Good. Yeah. You said Games Workshop now. Well, I'll edit that out. <laughs> Yeah, so these Citadel, the tiny, fiery, angry elementals, they're real funny, they're yeah. hilarious, I can't look at them without laughing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like fire goblins. So those are mixed in with these larger fire elementals, and the trick I did is I, uh, I put magnets in the base, and mm. underneath these fire elementals, so you can take those off, and then you have a horde of those um, that other unit in the Salamander army, the height zero uh, breath weapon units. Yeah, yeah, those uh, tiny ones. Yeah, so you can just take the big guys off and then use them mm-hmm. for those. So I made like a dual-use unit. That's clever. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I've actually been doing quite a lot recently. That's, uh, that, yeah, it's a good list of uh, things done. Yeah, I have more. Progress. Videos. Save it for next time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 plenty more. Yay, so now I just need to play a game soon <laughs> to get that yeah. off my checklist. Well, we got a battle report we have to make soon. So. Yeah. Also, uh, iWin has uh, challenged me again <laughs> for this weekend. So uh, I just might do that. See if we can. Uh... I feel like you challenge you every time it's easier. Yeah, that's just in his nature. <laughs> you know, he's a sword fighter. Yeah. So, I like guess a, he's, what, bravado? Bravado? Yeah, just, I can... I, I imagine him with, like, a glove, you <laughs> yeah. know, in his back pocket, so he can just slap people in the face, like, challenge! Slap! <laughs> I, challenge, <laughs> you. I challenge you to a broadsword match.
1: Actually, I a, uh, You're talking about uh, tiny fire goblins, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, that's a good idea for an army. Uh, like, um, a goblin mimic army where they try to mimic like a fire elemental army where they just they put themselves on fire so they just they just try to be fire elementals that'd be kind of funny i can
0: see them with like their hair on fire yeah so they, bur- they are burning where they should be burning and they're like ah, no! yeah, cool Try to convince like, themselves maybe that should be your red goblin yeah maybe yeah so you start with a red color and then you work your way up to like Fiery orange. Yeah, they just <laughs> put themselves on fire. <laughs> the ogres could be the ones lighting them on fire. Like. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All righty. Good one. That's a fair bit of progress, I guess. Fuck me! I'm ranting! So Lars, do you have a, a random rant for this episode? Oh yeah, the random rant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the band Duran Duran. <laughs> durant, Durant. Durant, durant. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, You had a thing about flyers. Yeah. Uh, that you have been, uh, well, you, you yeah. stated to me uh, some days ago.
1: Yeah, I picked uh, it up from, I mean, uh, from places, like reading on the forums and stuff. Yeah. Like, why, why are all flyers, not all, but why are so many flyers speed 10? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they just mix that up like they do uh, cavalry, for example? Yeah. But couldn't it be, like, if, if there are heavy flyers, why couldn't they be speed 7, let's say, or 8? Indeed. Why is, it, why is it so... So why it's it, like a
0: binary thing now, if you have fly, then yeah. you have 10, speed 10.
1: And even those units which, uh, which have speed, let's say, uh, speed 6 on the, um, what they call, river guards? In the... Uh, Trident, Trident, Trident? Trident, army? it specifies like uh, they have fly and it specifies their speed remain, remains 6 yeah right? so they have done this at, with one unit which yeah. is pretty cool and but they then have to specify it, like like 10 is, le- mm. is like the meant that that's what they all flyers are meant to be yeah which i yeah. guess they are because so many flying units are speed
0: 10 yeah Just i agree uh so so what we were, you were thinking is that the game might be even more interesting if there was more like difference between units. Yeah. So if you have uh uh well let's imagine like a scout I don't know like a swift uh, like, you those, um, you Sky know, like those
1: like those or whatever they Yeah,
0: that, like like those pterodon riders they yeah. just have like slings and stuff. Yeah. So they should be speed 10. Yeah. They're like scouting unit. But um, compared rider, to, yeah, right, like so Dragon yeah. Riders, like uh, heavily armored, mm. uh, beefy combat units, yeah. that they maybe. Well, it could be funny if they had, had less than 10. Yeah, it uh, could be
1: 9. I mean, if they're. 9 or 8 or, like, yeah. or
0: anything that would have made. Because then you could have. Because, I mean, you have speedy cavalry. You mm. have speed 9, elves, exactly. and mm. speed 10 even on those goblin riders. Yeah, the riders, yeah, that's yeah. speed 10. So then you could have had that cool little interaction where you had a, a slightly slower flyer with, like, speed 9 mm. being outpaced by this super swift cavalry with speed 10. Yeah. And that would have been really cool. And it's not like they would be threatened by this speed 10 cavalry. If it, I mean, you if those had charged like a dragon rider horde they would have yeah, well. succeeded to slow them down maybe for one turn mm. disorder them well hopefully <laughs> um, but not not guaranteed and it would be like a suicide move or like a sacrifice
1: yeah, a frontal charge into dragon riders with something yeah. weak it's uh, it's not guaranteed to break them at all
0: no absolutely so that's uh, that's a cool thing you know it's mainly one of those things we can hope for in the 3rd edition yeah, and <laughs> it would be cool because they have these speed six like frog jumpers, or I just not sure if that's what they are, but I imagine yeah, them as reg- like, I think they're they call called river guards. So I maybe, imagine I'm them sure. as like frogs, like yeah, leaping they're over they're things. Leaping, yeah. And um, and to be fair, you know, the under unit wraiths, yeah, they could have been the same because in their like in their unit description, it's it's like they're they're not flying; they're kind of just uh, floating through like yeah. things they're kind of yeah. just uh, like ghosts, yeah they're kind of just floating through every intervening obstacle and unit and then like a pair on the other side mm. but that could easily have been less than 10 could have been yeah. uh, 5 <laughs> fly 5 just you know they're not they're not hindered by terrain yeah just not hindered yeah, yeah. or speed 6 7 would have still been great now uh, they have speed 10 and that's what kind of makes them so epic yeah um, but it doesn't really make because now it's like a teleport isn't it it's no. not like, you know, there are ghosts that sort of appear, they disappear, and then it's sort of, wham, there's there, speed 10. So, yeah, those could have had, like, similar to River Guard, that could have been cool. Of course, a bit cheaper. but Yeah, yeah, like, a yeah, cheaper. Uh, and just that could have been, like, a balanced thing. Yeah, it's a good, it's yeah, a good, it mix uh, it up a bit. It's a good and topic, and I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, it would have been cool if there were differentiations of Fly, that could have been cool. Even the big Dragon Lord... It's Pretty heavy, you yeah. Know, like, imagine crazy a fighting. big
1: dragon trying to lift up from the yeah. ground, you know, it, it takes a bit while. Yeah. But imagine an eagle, mm-hmm. uh, eagle kind creature, like great eagle, yeah. I mean, it would just, it would just, uh, you know, get off the ground instantly almost, yeah, Comp- compared
0: to a big dragon, yeah. So, yeah, I could easily see the dragon being like speed eight, speed eight flying or something. Yeah. So, yeah, good, good idea, and I agree, I don't really have. And much to say to counter the, uh, the uh, the argument.
1: No, I mean of course the the problem would be points, I guess. Probably I mean, it it's probably
0: easier to to put like the value of fly just into a yeah. little formula and and yeah. put a point on that. Um, but they already did it with one unit at least. Yeah.
1: So it must be must be some way of determining points. Mm-hmm.
0: It would be cool. Uh, yeah, hopefully we we'll see more of that in the future, like. Um, uh, I remember a unit had that back in the days. Like I think the Woodruff War Dancers could actually jump over intervening units. Really? Back in the 5th <laughs> edition or something. And that's kind of what they did with the River Guard, I think. They, although yeah. you can, of course, uh, luckily you can move through your units already in the uh, yeah. case of war. But you can also then move over enemy units and you sort of bounce over. I really yeah. like that. The, the bounce. Like the bounce <laughs> feel. Instead of like the incredible long swoop because now when you're facing a fly army with your speed 8 cavalry army Mm. not only are you out like out uh, ranged but you also can't move within it's not like it's not just a 20 i mean you have to make sure they can't fly and land behind you yeah that's true so you kind of are forced to stay even further behind Mm. to to make sure that your rear is covering where they can go
1: or have something in reserve yeah, like
0: make two lines so yeah. you can't land over. It's very much, it's a lot of work. <laughs> so, uh, yeah,
1: but, and then imagine like a lighter flight uh, fly unit. Mm. Uh, you wouldn't be that uh, freaked out of them actually landing behind your lines.
0: No, you kind of almost maybe set up like a, I don't know, like a kind of a trap where you kind of invite yeah. that. Like, and go, just, on, go uh, on then.
1: Yeah, you can just have a, a wizard behind your lines, just fire a lightning bolt on them, and that could be enough. Yeah. Indeed. But if it's a dragon rider horde, you would be a bit more scared. You would be
0: a bit more careful to let them uh, behind
1: your lines. But <laughs> if they had speed 8, let's say, it would mm. be more difficult for them to jump yeah. units.
0: Yeah, good, yeah. I like this topic a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that would be great. That would be kind of on my wish list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hereby definitely. on my wish list. <laughs> cool one. What are these rules? So our final segment for this episode the rules query. Alright. I don't really have one. Because the rules <laughs> the rules are so good. <laughs> Alright. Is that like the uh, the moral of this podcast? Yeah, like, there's no rule. I think where is I'll still keep it in just to like <laughs> say that. Just to remind people. Well, I guess with a flight nice yeah, uh, speed,
1: ten on fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, discussion. We all, we sort of had a rule quarry, mm. you know. We were, we were we were digging for
0: potential. Oh new yeah, rules, this is your uh, this is your pun on the r- yeah, rules I quarry. The you need also. a rules quarry <laughs> in Kings of War because you need to dig for it. Yeah, uh, there's been there's been popping up uh, a couple of uh, of blogs recently, and and uh, it's all very cool, very good, um, but it me feels like they're gonna run mm. out of topics. you know because the old Warhammer blogs could go on forever based on the same things that we talked about on our little chat about forums that there were so many holes and things to just sort of we could talk forever about it but uh, at some point I feel like Kings of War will just stop and be like it's good yeah let's just go play
1: maybe maybe all the Kings of War uh, blogs will just transition over to like some sort of, uh, you know, boring every day <laughs> I walk to the bus today. Yeah, but I feel blog. like
0: it's just naturally drifting towards like, hey, look at my cool unit. Look yeah. at my paint scheme. Look at my multi base. Check out my LED lights. Well, maybe that's the thing. You have to make an effort
1: to actually make a blog. You can't just argue about rules. You have to, yeah. you know, make a new unit. Yeah. It's like, oh, a week has passed. Uh, you know, I, must, I need more content for my blog. Let's paint another unit. <laughs> And you have to, yeah. you know, produce something, not just write,
0: you know, arguments. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, you're right. It's kind of like, yeah, it might just not be enough problems in the game to actually m- have material to make these, all these uh, yeah, oh, articles. <laughs> they just have a lot of paint blogs in the end, I guess. So the, it creates kind of a false illusion that there's not a lot happening in Kings of War. No. If you just look at those places, it's like oh, this is, you know, like like I said about the the forums, just like eh, nothing's happening. Yeah. But in reality, a lot of stuff is happening. People are, people everywhere are learning to multi base. Many are like up in their paint game because mm-hmm. they don't need to focus on the rules anymore. They can just craft beautiful armies, and I guess that's where Kings War is kind of shining now. It's the it's the rise of a, like a hobby. Uh, yeah, peak really.
1: Not to mention that people actually might actually have time to play the game. Yeah, or actually want
0: to play the game. Yeah,
1: not just rage over rules at all. Indeed.
0: All so it's uh, it's like a, So that's also, I guess, why you know Facebook is kind of taking over a bit and Twitter because you can easily post a picture. You can like mm. post, take photo, click, and then put that out there and hashtag it, and then you know yeah. you contributed to like the to the strongest part of the King's War hobby, which is kind of the, the look, really, you know, the, the aesthetics. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: isn't that, like, it's a, it's, a, it's an army uh, simulator game, I guess you mm. could call it, in a way. And, you know, you want to see an army on the field, isn't that, like, the, the dream? Yeah. Like, even if that army is small, with, uh, you know, dragons and monsters, mm. you know, it's, it would still look like an army in King's of War. Indeed. Uh, and if you like a big, you know, infantry army, you know, then mm-hmm. you can do that and it will look amazing.
0: True? Yeah, with multibasing, that is. Of course. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so uh, I hope th- I didn't um hope I don't get misunderstood here. I'm not that, I'm, I don't want to insult anyone. Uh, I'm just uh, yeah, just okay. a personal observation really. I I can f- I can recognize a, a part of myself in it cuz mm. uh I also been hunting on the forums for like interesting things <laughs> new interesting like easter eggs you know it's that's ironic because we're just after easter it's that's just been yeah. easter but you know you, you could find in warhammer you could find so-called easter eggs four or five years after an edition you would find yeah. like an easter egg where someone suddenly realizes hey guys have you seen this wording that if you have like a hand weapon and combine it with the this and that, then you can actually do this? And then everyone's like, "Holy shit, you're right!" <laughs> you know. So yeah. like, four years after Eighth Edition, at the ETC and stuff, we we discover stuff that just changed the game, yeah. and then everyone started doing it. Uh, you know, uh, that's not gonna happen anymore. <laughs> no,
1: true. So I mean, yeah.
0: Put down your Easter egg hunts and your... And your <laughs> Stop your Easter egg and hunting. Start painting and multibasing and LED making. Seriously though, what's LSD up with those LED lights? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, good question. I don't know. Are, are we just, have we reached a point where we're actually <laughs> making it harder for newcomers to join the hobby? Well, if we want lights in your army, then I guess... I guess if, if you freshen the game, <laughs> I don't think you would go straight to lights, would you? No, uh, no, I wouldn't. But if I saw everyone using it, I would probably feel like I was, uh, I don't know, not skilled enough
1: to participate. Maybe that's, uh, I can take my flaming goblins one step further by actually making flames. <laughs> like they're that all they glowing, glowing with their LEDs? Or, or actually, you know... Light them on fire. Oh, every game? Yeah, every uh, game. <laughs> I just make them out of uh, something that doesn't burn, like, what do you call it, asbestos?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a great idea. It's a great idea, yeah, it's you bring material to work Bring with. cancerous material and set it on fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well. I feel like we've reached the point where we should just stop recording. I guess, yeah. Yeah. How long have we been? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, well. That's quite a while. That's case, good. That's a good one. This was the giant dwarf. We, As always, we put the D in dwarf. Yeah. And do. Uh, yeah. This is Fred signing off. And Lars doing the same. Indeed. So catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. bye.
1: bye.